0: guys welcome back to another episode of the sexy scary book club
1: i'm lisa and i'm jess how you doing i'm good you're freezing a little but that's okay oh no i hear you we're fine hopefully yeah as long as
0: you can (laughs) hear me the seeing is nice but that doesn't affect the listeners just
1: us (laughs) right (laughs) it's probably best this is just a listening type of environment (laughs) because some of the faces that are made i don't know oh yeah
0: yeah, I make some, cra- I pull some crazy faces. Yeah. And I'm also really scrubbing it up most of the time because we usually record earlier in the morning. So I'm like,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> brush I'm... my teeth
0: and put a bra on. Maybe that's as good as you get.
1: That is where I'm at as well. <laughs> so we got like there was a free dresser and I wanted it because Rudy has this like old Ikea dresser that's just not cutting it anymore. So we got up early, like went to this person's driveway and took the dresser from their driveway. Did you no. see
0: it or was it advertised?
1: Oh, it was advertised. Oh, okay. it was a by Nothing Group. Oh, nice. But yeah, that's about all I've done. And then I finished the book for today's podcast. So <laughs> I, yeah, I Down am to the much wire in Scrubs right now. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I think it's good because there's a lot to process. In
0: yes, <laughs> I know. That's why you were like, "Well, do I really need to to read this one?" I'm like, you definitely need to read this one because I think there's going to be some things that need to be
1: addressed. <laughs> Oh, yes. There's there's a lot that needs to be addressed about my side character that I love. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's get into it then. So our theme yes. for this week is thunder stealing side alphas. That's right. So that's when, you know, you're committed to reading about the main characters in the book but there happens to be like the side character that maybe comes in and kind of steals the the show a bit yeah yeah
1: no uh you're the book you read it was a more a clear steal to me because I didn't love that alpha the book I read I still really love the alpha but it pans out for where this goes because the book I read goes a very different place with the
0: yeah that's kind of why that's kind of why I assigned him to you is there was a specific scene from the most recent installment that was kind of foremost in my (laughs) dirty mind (laughs) Um, so yeah why don't you start then so what was your reading assignment or your character so,
1: assignment my character is kieran and i'm like what is the series called shadow i think and ash. it's called blood and ash blood and ash yeah so even though and that's, and that's the title of the first book okay I, i'm yeah I, I meant to look it up but as i just said i seriously just finished this book so uh i ran on here really quick but yes kieran who is the the wolven he's the bonded woven to castile who is the our main alpha That changes, but he's still around. Kind of, he's a main character for sure, and he kind of is. I mean, I guess he's not technically an alpha. They actually, I was thinking about that. It's weird they don't really talk about for it being like woven, which is like wolf packs. There's usually a lot of talk about alphas and betas and omegas, and they don't mention it at all. Yeah, you don't really
0: get like much of a hierarchy.
1: No, there's not. Like you know, he's a badass. You know, he's strong, which is why I love him. He's wise. He's got a good sense of humor. (laughs) You know all of this about him, but there is no like, well, he's like the alpha. Usually there's like that side character. that's like the alpha that just doesn't want to be the alpha. And he's super intriguing. That's not Kieran. Kieran's just the best friend that is there for the ride um, and definitely caught my attention pretty early on. So, yeah, I was actually I was rereading these books because, Lisa, you kept urging me to because I was kind of like, meh about this universe. I liked it but yeah it wasn't
0: acceptable to me cuz that yeah. was, this is this is like a heavy hitter series for me um yeah. so i was like you got to go back I'm i was like it's again.
1: good i don't yeah i mean i definitely like it um this isn't Kieran but it definitely has lovers to romance which i'm always a sucker for um and it had it had all the components that i would like in a book i just wasn't super like passionate about it but rereading it I'm like what was I reading before it because clearly I was detached for some reason because this book is great like (laughs) like I'm totally in um and it's so funny how that can can
0: influence (sighs) you too like I always have to when I finish a book that leaves me like devastated because I was so in love with it that it's just like really hard to let go of the characters Mm -hmm. in the world you have to like choose very carefully what you're gonna read next it's like you almost don't want to read something that you think is gonna be another hit because you're like not ready to to go there yet so I almost always like try to pick something that I'm already on the fence about or (laughs) I don't know smart
1: yeah I because
0: you're right it's like. I've done the same thing. I've gone back and it's been like I reread something and I have like a totally different experience with it the second time around. I felt that way a bit about uh, Crescent City's, the first Crescent City book. Like I read that and I I liked it, uh, Sarah J. Mass, And I thought it was good and I definitely connected to the characters. But in comparison to like some of her other series, like Throne of Glass, was probably is probably like one of my favorite series of all time period yeah. it just like didn't I didn't connect with it in the same way and then when I went to reread that before the second book came out I was like oh no I'm like way 100% here for this book now so <laughs> I don't oh, remember what man. I did read first but yeah so it is funny how that Good can happen re-read sometimes them.
1: well I definitely need to reread that one because I know that I liked it but that's all I remember like, you know, I remember, like, it's good, but kind of like this one, it didn't, like, sink its teeth in, right? But this reread, the teeth are sunk, I'm into it. There's a, there's a lot of teeth sinking in the reread as this yeah. uh, world evolves. Um, but, yeah, no. So, yeah, Kieran, that's, for me, the, I right away, I was just like, who's Kieran? I want more Kieran. And Lisa promised me, like, hang in there. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to get more. And I definitely did. I don't know how I feel about it <laughs> because I was like I was trying to think of like why do I love these side characters so much and I love I figured but Kieran I loved him because he had the knowledge that Castile wouldn't give Poppy and he would let little snippets of it out so I think that's something that intrigues me with the side characters is a lot of times they have the information and they're willing to like splurge a little Whereas that main alpha is not he's holding, you know, his guards close, you know, so I love that the knowledge factor Um, Two Kieran's just really hot. (laughs) He sounds hot to me. He's got dark skin and like light eyes. He's got kind of a smoldering thing going on. So that drew my attention. And then he's just like he gives her shit. He teases her all the time. Like they have like a really sweet relationship. So I think that's what caught my attention
0: yeah that's one thing that i really liked especially with the most recent book uh war of two queens i think it's book four in the series yeah um because you know i don't i don't want to get give too many spoilers away for those that haven't read it but the main alpha character castile is is absent for the first part of the book i mean you do get some snippets with him but he's just not with poppy and kieran um and so it's it's nice to see their relationship kind of develop between those two characters in that very like caring brother, well,
1: but like, not brother, yeah,
0: like brother sisterly type way. But then there's also a little bit of um, <laughs> yeah, there's an attraction there. Uh, which I, I agree. Like, I don't, I think maybe I'm a little bit more vanilla than I thought that I was. Um, or I get very, like, protective over my main characters. And so it's, like, I really like the idea of it's, like, you're all about each other. And it's this really, like, obsessive mm-hmm. kind of love that the two main characters have for each other. Which maybe is, like, nah, not the healthiest. And also it's, like, certainly not everybody's cup of tea. Which, is, like, yes. that's totally fair. So in this book, like, there there's a, some ambiguous...
1: How do they love each other?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, just in the the sexuality side of things, you get this idea that maybe this world is a little bit more open.
1: Yeah, Um, and we get hints of that early on, too, because there is, like, a scene where, like, Poppy is starting to embrace this, like, Atlantean way of life and really, like, immersing herself in their culture, and especially with the Wolvens, because she has this, like... She's their queen, basically. But um, what did they call her, Liessa? Um, so she has a really deep connection with them. Um, she can speak to their minds, like you know, there's a link. Isn't there. that
0: like what kind of
1: severed Castile's link? Exactly. With so when she came along, which is like, I love this about this. This is not anything about side alphas, but I just love this component that this strong female energy came through and broke the brotherhood link, <laughs> and now they're all loyal to her. Um, But Kieran still has like Kieran and still are still bros. Like there's a deep, 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 long standing friendship there. Like they've been through it together. Um, Maybe something more, more. Right. And like, I liked that, though, because like that friendship, like you realize was just about a true friendship. It wasn't because they had been bonded that might've like started it and obviously put them in each other's lives. But like that friendship still stood. And a lot of this book is just about the journey of Poppy and Kieran together getting Castile back. Like, so Castile is still the main alpha. He's still the main point. Like, like you said, he's still like, I guess he's like the, the main love, but it does get kind of convoluted because like, yeah, we are used to like, well, what we like to read. I know I like to read this and I think you do too um are these like really strong connections between two people and there's a loyalty there and there's like i will do anything for you and like this is and weird no else is
0: gonna touch you kind yes like, yeah exactly.
1: A possessiveness <laughs> like and i yeah. said i know it's not healthy but i like it i like the possessiveness and so this I loved it even more cuz it challenged me cuz I was like, "Oh, I don't know about this. This isn't possessive. This is very open. This is like, hey, you're my friend and I love her and you love me so much that you care for her too and like there's a bond between the three of us." And it was different and I was as I was reading it, I'm like, "Am I okay with this?" Um but going back to like I said, you get a hint early on that this is like they're a little more open about their sexuality. Like they're at like a bonfire and Kieran's getting a blowjob and she's just watching like there's a major voyeurism and like and there's a lot of like mention of like there's no shame like it just is what it is that's how we roll Um, so I think that did prep you to be more prepared for like I am going to spoil it like there's a threesome essentially like it's more involved it's ambiguous whether or not like yeah. switch I don't know if you're going to do it do it like yeah, make it clear it. whose dick is in who <laughs> who's grabbing whose boob who's biting who whose tongue is where like like I feel like it was kind of a cop-out and like I'm sure so that like the reader can make it what they want and they can be comfortable with it but I wanted details I was confused and I wanted clarity (laughs) I wanted to know like was his p and her v and I don't Mm -hmm. know why it mattered but it did matter to me agreed but, yeah but ultimately it's probably better because like there is still that part of me that wants like the possessive like the, the thought of someone other than castile being inside a poppy kind of weirds me out and ooh, that sentence that i just said weirds me out <laughs> <laughs> i might read this stuff but like oh, well
0: look like, like everybody has their preferences right and yes. so again like this is <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna co- i'm not really comparing it to ass eating but I'm just saying, I thought that I'm, g- I'm glad that, you know, these different ideas, these different, like, ideas of how to express romantic love and what sexuality is and what's okay and, and et cetera. I'm glad that, like, there's more voices happening.
1: The ass-eating um, is being represented. I don't want to talk about it. It's so true. <laughs> there was a similar point in this scene where it was like, it was a different scene i think it was a different sex scene but i was kind of like oh yeah it was castile and poppy and he was like had her flipped on her belly but was somehow giving her fellatio but the ankles didn't match up right and i was like is this like a subtle way of if you want this to be somewhere else it is Without yeah. saying it, kind of like the threesome. If I you mean, want Karen to be in there, he is, but you're I'm right. not going to say it.
0: I yeah, know. I think you might be on to something there. Yeah, um, and also again, like perhaps I'm just a lot more vanilla than I had thought I was, and maybe like people are getting eaten out from
1: behind. I just like how I'm do not you that get passable. Past- <laughs> I mean, maybe it's I simply, have a huge ass, so my ass is definitely right? yeah. going to be in the way. Me too.
0: Yeah, it's like it's you need like an entire, entirely different angle to get to get there. to the. Like, it just doesn't yeah. seem like the most direct route.
1: <laughs> no, because your nose is there. Like that's yeah. causing oh, like, a lever. Like unless you have like a very long tongue. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't understand, but I haven't tried it, so maybe I should shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) I mean, never say never because life is long, especially if you're with the same partner. But Especially if you're a vampire. I would be very surprised if I ever dip dip a toe in that. Well, Um, I
1: mean, I say that, but like I said, I didn't think the threesome thing was going to be for me. I was a little hot and bothered I didn't hate it
0: I wasn't at all but I I was like objectively reading it thinking oh this is good
1: this <laughs> like, good
0: I'm glad that this is well happened. done like, I, I felt like I could tell that it was going in that direction and, I, and I'm glad that it did and I think it's important to tell those those kinds of stories uh for people that are you know in open relationships or polyamorous or bisexual yeah. or, or what what have you um it's just, like, it's personally not what what gets my engine rubbing the most. I don't think I don't be was there.
1: I was less weirded out by that and more weirded out by a scene shortly after where they were just, like, sleeping for the night, and they were all cuddled up, and, like, Castile was, like, holding Poppy's hand and Kieran's hand. Like, they were all holding their hands together, and, like, for some reason that I was more like, no, that's, like, really intimate. Like, <laughs> like and for some reason there a line was crossed for me i'm like no no Castile and poppy are like the primary love here like i don't i felt really weird i felt almost sad for Kieran actually i'm like well, he should have like the person that's just a hundred percent for him but like yes that's, and that's also was, me projecting like maybe yeah, that's not him maybe like, that's
0: yeah maybe this is his deepest like heart's desire is to be
1: held by abrupt. two hands
0: um but what i was gonna say was and now I lost it. Intimacy between three. Oh, there was like a reason this threesome happened. It the wasn't joining. just like it happened because they were into it and wanted it to happen, which also would have been fine. But I think maybe like, is that maybe why the cuddling scene bothered you more? It's because, you know, there was a narrative reason for this yeah, coming I together. So, like yeah. they had to, to join. Why did they have to join specifically? I can't remember the details. Because
1: they needed to link Kieran's life to Poppy's because Poppy is a goddess, so she's going to live a very long life unless she gets struck down, which can happen, but it's pretty unlikely. Um and Kieran had a curse put on him. And so That's right. Yeah, so they were thinking that because Poppy has primal magic and the curse was born of primal magic that if they joined it was possible that Poppy's primal magic would overrule that curse because the curse was basically if they didn't show back up with Malik, he would die. He would die. Um, right, right, right. Okay. So then that was kind of like, and they there was discussion about the joining from the very beginning, but also this was a cool flip because in the beginning, the joining was really about Poppy being bonded to Kieran and Castile to prolong her life. And then Curveball, she's more powerful than... Really, anyone? <laughs> like, and so then it suddenly is becomes a thing where, like, okay, well, for Karen, we should do this, and then, yeah, and Karen, like, I don't know. I so I love Karen, obviously. That's what this whole the point of this is. But I felt like he kind of like kind of just went along with everything at the end, and I don't know if I liked that. Like, you think he would have? Like, of course, he wants to be. I don't know why does he want to be joined to them, right? Like, mm-hmm. I needed to know more but then i didn't want to know more i think yeah well
0: that's what i'm wondering like as the series goes on is that relationship between the three of them going where does to it go more murky or are we gonna yeah. get like an introduction to another love interest possibly for kieran and and how that will fit into
1: well and there's mention of that like kieran already had a great love and lost her but they don't like there's not a lot of details you just know that it happened but she's gone now, so I don't know, like maybe this is his happy ever after, like to be with his like most bestest friend in the whole world, and then Poppy, who he has fallen, like there is talk like he is in love with her, but it's like a a different I don't know actually that was kind of not articulated, and maybe it's just because I don't understand it, so like even if it was articulated, I wouldn't get it right, and yeah, don't know. there is I highlighted something so. There are many kinds of love, but when it comes to you, it's the kind that allowed me to make that. He inhaled sharply, his jaw hardening. It's the kind of love that allowed me to make that promise to you, Poppy. It's the same kind of love that allowed you to ask that of me. And he's speaking of, Poppy asked that if she got out of control, he would enter. Because really nobody can, but like, you know, Kieran could because he's close to her. Yeah, um, at so, least
0: he would try and she yeah. Castile wouldn't be able yeah. to.
1: And that was the explanation of their love. And I'm like, I'm, I don't get it. I'm so confused. I don't understand it. But maybe I'm not supposed to, you know.
0: Yeah, it is because it is like less of a romantic type of love, I think. Um, yeah. Not that there's not an attraction there. But I think that, that what he means is there's there sometimes romantic love isn't rational. And even though, like, tra- trying to stop her or ending her life would be the rational, uh, like, decision to make in that situation because she will end everyone. <laughs> like, when you're that deeply in love with someone, like Ca- Castile is, even if it would save the rest of I don't want to say humanity because they're not human, but the realm, the rest of the realm he wouldn't be able to do it because right because his love isn't just,
1: rational that makes sense yeah yeah so it's just like it's a sweet true love i guess like and they like they make it clear like it's not familial like because you know they're gonna fuck like yeah no, cause that'd be weird. Yeah, I mean, he's not my brother your brother <laughs> yeah um but i you know i did really like it because like i've never read i mean i have read books with threesomes but they're like it's like a voyeur kind of thing, like a side thing, like someone sees it and they're like, Oh, I didn't know that could happen. Um and this Not was more like, like, a like.
0: main character. Exactly.
1: Like I was connected to these characters. I cared. And she didn't wade to where the author, like away from like me who's someone that doesn't normally read that. Like I was into it. Like I went along for the ride and I was invested with all the characters. So I think it was well done. Yeah.
0: I mean it right definitely way. was hot. It just didn't really yeah. turn me
1: on. Because I think you and I both need that, like, that's my one and only. My mate, like, I'll burn down the world for them, like, fire, you know. It, so it was interesting because it was still there, like, you still, in that scene, like, it was still very much, like, Castile was the one kind of, like, taking from Poppy. Mm-hmm. And, like, Kieran was just like, oh, can I put that in there? Can I poke that? Can I touch that? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was still, like, he was submissive in it. Oh,
0: okay. Hi, I'm here, too.
1: Yeah, but then it's like, you know they did, I don't know, it's all ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> For
0: me, I think it was just, like, too tender. It was really like, tender. I, I mean, again, not, like, the most emotionally healthy person. Like, I'll be the first to admit that the things that turn me on are kind of cringy Hard sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, like, I like angry fucking. Like, to me, like, the hottest, uh moments are like when the two characters either come together for the first time oh, or they the come together after having been like upset with each other for some reason and it's that kind of like I guess it's the the makeup sex like the angry you know like I hate you but I love you and like right. that's what really does it for me so this one was it was like healthy and tender and sweet but a threesome
1: it was so like yeah, threesome when, yeah when you think about it I mean it's really like applause worthy like because we do get that sex between castile and poppy like there is that kind of like when they're first together like you don't know if they really like are okay or she's okay with it they're not quite hate because she doesn't know who he is but later on like there's definitely like she does know and yeah they ha- fucking hate sex tend. but it's angry like, sex right, yeah. Like, yeah and but then you get this really like mature thoughtful intimate sweet threesome Mm -hmm. like it just it's not what I would expect and I think I really like it for that yeah I liked it again I'm glad
0: it's there it's just you know on my like personal sexy meter right (laughs) it didn't like didn't get me yeah
1: you know what's so strange is that in this book usually like if the main character Like, the main love interest is gone for part of the book. It's kind of like the second book in Twilight, right? The whole time we're like, where the fuck is Edward? Like, this is weird. I want Edward, right? I didn't feel that. Like, I thought I would be more like, they got to get Castile. They got to get Castile. But I was really interested in, like, how Kieran and Poppy's relationship was growing. And I don't know if that's just because I love Kieran. Or if it was just really well done, because you still got glimpses of Castile, so you still kind of knew what was going on. That's
0: what I was going to say. Maybe, like, the difference is that Edward is, like, 100% absent from that narrative, and at least with Castile, you do get to go into what's going on with him every now and again. It's true.
1: But then when they were reunited, there was a lot of sex between them right away, and I kind of, (sighs) like... Newsfested. Yeah. i was surprised i was like i feel like i should be more excited about this and i wasn't i was like can i figure out what's going on now like are you gonna kill the bitch queen or what like let's get back to the point
0: <laughs> yeah i kind of agree like their love scenes early on were Uh, very like yeah very hot and I kind of didn't care as much about them in this book for whatever reason I mean you know like because there's another story going on that's really exciting (laughs) so this is I guess an example of you know I'm glad that there's some romance there but it's definitely like the world has legs and there that's not like the whole point of the story isn't that the romance that's just sprinkled in
1: yeah we had other stuff to get to for sure so I was <laughs> like okay I'm glad you guys are having sex and Castile's gonna be okay that's wonderful and Kieran's still in there being the good old boy but like <laughs> you know I shouldn't call him that because that has a different meaning now yeah boys <laughs> um but you know still being the loyal hot friend um <laughs> but like yeah I wanted there was so much going on which like well done Those book was kind of amazing with all the different elements and every character I cared about too that's unusual
0: yeah, I I really like Reaver a lot and I'm love sure that Reaver. he's a fan favorite as
1: well. Um That's funny you bring him up because I was like, is he really the side stealing alpha now? He might be. He's <laughs> he a little weird be. though. He's a I little like it. Quirky.
0: <laughs> Give me weird. Yeah. The weird all day long. The weirder yeah. the better.
1: Yeah. Reaver's a contender for sure.
0: Yeah. Well and I just like cause I love the other series which you know you talked about that in a prior episode but we didn't really talk about the dragons that much but you know
1: love the dragon in the other
0: series reavers is a little too, he's a
1: little grown up
0: i was trying to remember is he like the baby or is he like the teenage yeah. boy
1: he's well, the baby he's the
0: baby i think he's one of the babies but i could be wrong
1: okay i couldn't remember either
0: you know and we we both have bad memories so
1: for certain things (laughs) (laughs) these random things that I will remember yeah
0: the sex scenes are like locked in no matter what but it is funny with this book especially early on I think like as we go along and maybe the couple of Poppy and Castile gets a little bit more mundane to me um but I like just have very vivid memories of the first book and you know him being introduced as her guard and when she mm-hmm. like sneaks out of her room to go fight along the wall and they have that meeting her where he like showing. He, he knows who she is but she doesn't know that he knows who she is and they have that yeah. kind of banter like I remember that scene very clearly um so yeah I just I'm you know I I picked Kieran because I do like him a lot but as I said in the last episode there aren't really very many side alphas that steal the show for me. Like, mm-hmm. even though I picked Kieran, I'm still like Castile is number one for sure for me. But he was just like a standout that I attached to more than I do in other books. The
1: side Absolutely. characters. Well, it's funny you said that because like even like they sweetened Kieran up so much that towards the end, I was like, come on, I want Castile. Yeah, Castile. Laugh at her being vicious. There we are. That's the relationship I like, you know? Um, but I still love Kieran.
0: So, But yeah. I did,
1: I, he, I mean, his character really, I'm wondering if I was not alone in that love because like his character was really developed in this, the last book. Yeah,
0: I agree. Uh, one thing that's interesting about him is a lot of times these side characters, they like do not like the lady interest. Yes.
1: And no. there was
0: a little bit of that with Kieran. In the and, beginning. I, Kieran, he was, you know, like, calling him Kiernan for some reason or maybe that's a character in a different book I don't know um but he is like not thinking that the relationship between the two of them is maybe such a great idea so he's definitely like skeptical of it initially but I do think overall he's like much more welcoming of Poppy um and much more like willing to develop a friendship with her than other side characters in oh, books. yeah
1: and like even in the beginning like his Kind of anger about what's going on isn't is actually trying to protect Poppy because like he thinks it's fucked up, like you know like hey, are we supposed to just like kidnap her and like trade her for your brother, or are we killing her like because you're getting close to her, and like that's twisted like that's kind of where I draw the line, so like even that like his kind of like uh poppy um was really more about just doing what was right by her you know even if that was killing her which is sad but you get what I'm saying <laughs>
0: yeah well yeah and I think maybe it like also came out of a concern for Castile initially yeah, because he's in all yeah like worrying like well if we ultimately do have to kill this person what like are you gonna be okay with that like what's that yeah. gonna do to you like obviously you're more invested than maybe you had thought that you would be um So, yeah, I think he kind of was the character that saw it before Castile did.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like there's I remember there's like one of the books, like there's a scene like they're sitting on the coast and he's basically like, you guys might not know it, but like you're madly in love with each other. (laughs) Like, you know, you can sit there and pretend like you're not aware, but it's very evident to me. Um, and that's one of the reasons I liked him. Like I said, it was that like the character that has the information that kind of just says the stuff that you as a reader know and want to hear, but like the main characters won't say because they're so stubborn. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I just love like his, he's always teasing Poppy about, God, you ask a lot of questions. You to go with <laughs> yeah. your questions again. Like, it's just funny. Like, it's a cute. Yeah, it is,
0: kinda, yeah it is cute. They have their own t- banter that's they're different good. than the banter that she has with Castile. And it, like, it is more like brother-sister until little... it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess no one can see that, but you can. Yeah. A little woo-woo. A <laughs> little meh. Poke it in there, maybe. I don't know. Touch it there.
0: Let's see. Yeah, Something got... was poked somewhere. That's all I know.
1: Yeah. Something was in her, and she didn't know who it belonged to. <laughs> which I don't know like threesome like it's kind of cool to think like you just are like lost in the moment and in sensations but well, like
0: some magic going on in this specific one I too yes
1: but like I know myself I would never get to a place where I'm like someone's inside I mean I don't know who and it's okay <laughs> I guess <laughs> just like well, I mean
0: no. I think that when you sign on for that you're saying
1: okay Whoever no and they knew, knew,
0: inside of me is okay
1: there is a subtle like consent moment before it happens like they're all doing their, they have to share blood to join and then it's like that was actually really hot because it's like oh are they are they are they and like all this like suspense is like building up and then poppy just says yes so you're like oh it's happening <laughs> it's on <laughs> it's down yeah um, so
0: that was nice. For me, I was like, okay, this is kind of hot, kind of, hot. and then she said it and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Am I, I do know, know if I'm happening. Ready. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah. But, you know, Jennifer Martin thank you for taking me into my first threesome experience. <laughs> I felt cared I mean, for. She's you were gentle, gentle about it, like and I, you know, I I will read more, I think. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I will be less like hesitant about the threesomes and things. Like, I'll oh, just... I
0: see. Like, you'll seek yeah. that out another like, author. That's a
1: whole other genre, like the reverse harem. Like, maybe I'll, maybe mm, I'll there check you it go. out. that's
0: another theme. That's another yeah. theme you'll probably have to assign to me.
1: Cause it's yeah. just not
0: my cup of tea.
1: It's not mine either, but let's do it together. Yeah, let's I mean, that's bold. part
0: of like, <laughs> that's part of how Anita Blake lost
1: me. Oh, multiple partners. Yeah.
0: And it's like, again, no shade. Like, I'm happy that it exists for the people that that's what lights their fire because everybody needs to have representation and they should be able to have books like that to get them going in the same way that the stuff I like gets me going. It's just, you know, it's not, yes,
1: it's not what turns me on the most. That's all.
0: I'll still I know, read a lot of it, but
1: right. I know my, my heart will always, well, I don't know, my heart, my groins, your something. Loins. Part of my body will always sing to that, like, you know, what we spoke of that, like epic romance, men and women, like, I'm gonna burn down the earth for you. You're my only one. I'm loyal to you to a fault, you know, kind of destructive, passionate. That'll always be my cup of tea, right? But I'm willing, willing to kind of check out these other things because, you know, they're, sometimes you need a little mix up.
0: Yeah, and you never mix know. <laughs> Who's you is never that? know. Like what you might stumble upon that you're like oh this does do it for me
1: exactly I didn't know that
0: it would but here we are that's what
1: I'm saying I feel like Kieran was already a little gateway for me because I was like oh yeah hey Castile what's up with your boy over here and then (laughs) the gods heard me and they're like guess what we're gonna go ahead and put Kieran in a threesome and let's see how you roll. And I rolled and I, I think I'm okay with it. I think I'm yeah. gonna read more than that.
0: I, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if like it was always her intention to um have that happen or if that's it's something that she decided upon, like as the right? series got going.
1: That's what I wanna know, because I I said earlier, like I obviously was drawn to Kieran pretty quickly. I know I can't be alone. So I'm like wondering if she heard that feedback or as the story was developing, if she too found she was drawn to Kieran. And then she's like, all right, let's do this. Let's go there. Why not?
0: I gotta I think that that's how it works for authors. I because think so. I feel like, you know, like your imagination is kind of not your own in some ways like I think you know you get you start out with an idea for a story and then once you start writing it it's like your muse or the characters or whatever you want to call over. it like they sometimes just have a mind of their own and you're like oh I find the story is going this way and that might not be how I initially intended it to go but that's what my
1: characters are telling me that they're doing so fun. It's so fun yeah just hearing voices and then going with it i love it yeah yeah no amelia hutchins talks about that she's always like i don't know they're yelling at me again i guess i'm writing another book god damn it like she's like (laughs) reluctant like it's taken over her life like i love it like because like these characters are so alive to us and i can't even imagine what it's like for the authors like as they're exploring and creating this world like i love it i can't imagine
0: how like absorbing it must be I don't know mm-hmm. like I I definitely have ideas to to write and I used to write a lot when I was younger um but one thing that's always been kind of a deterrent to me to try to like make it happen professionally or really like get into it is that it seems like a very lonely life no you got me. really like you're like trapped like in your head with the all these characters yeah I could see and, that and like it just seems like it could be very isolating. And so I wonder, like, it would be interesting to have a writer on sometime to talk about that. But I, I wonder if that kind of gets to them sometimes. And actually, like, one of my future reading assignments, I know for a fact that the writer had a lot of struggles with the, the series that you assigned me. Oh, really? But I remember her, like, talking about it. Hmm. Um. So, I yeah, I think. But, like, God bless them, right? I mean, I don't even believe in God. But, um, you know, like, they're committed to it. And, like, you know, yeah. can you imagine, like, if this is, like, the last book we got of the series? Or, like, the poor Game of Thrones people that have been waiting so many years? It's, like, people that's get when so
1: attached to these characters. That's when funny. people get into fan fiction. They can't help it. They've got to. <laughs> They've got to go. Yeah. The voices are in their head, too, at that point. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> like, I mean, it's just, it's like, pretty powerful. Like anytime people knock like Twilight, which, you know, it's fair. Like I totally like understand its flaws and and why Mm -hmm. people make fun of it. But like that's she made that world and like so many people fell in love with those characters and it was inspiring and and, like an important part of people's lives. And that's like not for nothing. No. Writing flaws aside, that's that's something that not every author or every book is capable of doing, no matter how well written it might be.
1: Yeah, I mean, even with the writing flaws, there was something in that that really just like grabbed everyone. It was and magical spoke to so many people. Yeah, like, yeah. and I, I will still reread those books. Like, oh, we
0: definitely even will with all the
1: flaws. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I still I care about those characters and like to just to create these characters that are so real for the readers. Like, it's just. I mean, she can obviously has some writing skill because you can't bring characters to life like that if you don't got something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah anyways Whatever that's else. another podcast
0: <laughs> right <laughs> um all right well I what guess I'll, have? I'll get, get going on mine um so you gave me Lars from Stacey Marie Brown's darkness series um so the darkness series that was written all the way back in 2013 which Shut I was up. like wow I think it was maybe 2016 that I found it um wow. but Lars didn't actually come into the story until the second book. And I guess technically it's a 5 book series, but the 5th book is a spin-off from another side character um who could have also been a contender for this theme in my opinion. west. Yeah, he got his his own book and Lars is in that too. Um but Lars really comes into the second book Fire in the Darkness um okay so I'm just gonna give like a little synopsis kind of like in the context of Lars
1: um <laughs> I give so, no like, synopsis so.
0: <laughs> yeah I mean the, the book that you talked about bit. or the series you talked about is like it's pretty fresh and new and I think a lot of people are, are reading yeah, it so I think nice, likely so. people have have read that and are familiar but since the darkness is a little bit older and I know Savage Lands is the current um, series that Stacey Marie Brown has, and I think she's had the most kind of commercial success. Not a lot of
1: success, yeah. I've seen, yeah. That so,
0: yeah. So, like that, that takes place in the same world, but it's like 20 years later. So, the Darkness is like the first series of this world, and she did the Darkness series, the Collector series, the Lightness series, and then the Savage Land series. And so, all four are like the same world. Um. But Lars is in the Darkness series and the Lightness series. Those are the two ones that he pops up in. And he actually gets his own book gets, yeah. in the Lightness series, too, uh, called Fall of the King. But I'm not talking about that because that he's a main character in that. And we, we're talking about <laughs> his count. side character. Okay. Um, so the Darkness series centers around a female character named Ember. And she is a day, which is a half fey half demon who was raised human and she has powers that are getting stronger as she gets older and she doesn't understand them um or where they come from and it's kind of like a think like every time she gets angry she like turns into a fire starter basically so I she's like going around starting fires everywhere um so the Fae queen anira she gets wise to the fact that she is I think she knows that she's still out there somewhere, but she kind of figures out where she is uh, based on these like incidents that are happening. And she wants to use her powers because days are more powerful and therefore they are a threat to the Fae. And so they've been basically like hunted out of existence. um, that she wants to use Ember's powers to break down the walls that are between the Fae and human world, because Fae used to live on the earth with humans and somehow like they were kind of driven out or uh, like under the threat of exposure, they went to their own world. But Anira wants to take earth back. Um, and Lars is the unseelie King and he's a demon and for whatever reason, he's got a vested interest in keeping the walls up, and it's a little bit like I'm fuzzy on why. I think it has something to do with his business.
1: I think it's <laughs> power, like a, power yeah, money, like a business. Pot, yeah.
0: Um. But he, so he wants to take Anira down, and he helps Ember by making like a deal with her to provide training to help control her powers. Um. In an in trade for the sword the sword of light which is like the only weapon that can kill Anira and he like makes a deal with her that I'll give you like kind of safe housing and, and train you and then you'll give me the sword after you kill Anira yeah. like he wants it because he's collecting all of these and that will kind of play a role in the the later books and like wanting to, to collect all of these fay artifacts Um, And then we have a group of dark Fay but they're not really Fay. They're like a side entity called the Dark Dwellers. And they're like these hot biker guys who turn into these kind of black, spiky, cat-looking creatures. Um, and they were banished from the Fae world by Anira, And so they're also trying to use Ember to break the curse that they were put under so that they can go back and live in the Fae world, which like, kind of gets murky as you go along. So I'm not really sure why they even want to get back there yeah anyway um and so like yeah so the main characters are ember and then she falls for one of the dark dwellers named eli who she (laughs) feels just feels neutral on but he really did it for me he kind of ticked all of the alpha main alpha love
1: some i do
0: i really do Uh, and it's because just like we were talking about before they hate each other to start, uh, Eli hates Days because Days killed his family, and so even though there's like a, an attraction between the two of them from the get go, he's like disgusted by the fact that he can't stop thinking about her, and so they have a very their relationship is very much yeah. like a hate enemies to lovers. He love has a lot
1: of like little shame parties for himself. Maybe that's why I didn't like him. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely hates himself for sure. Yeah, I don't like that. Like a, I'm like a man that's like, I know who I am. I embrace it. I am powerful. <laughs> yeah. and well, that's definitely Lars
0: for you. That's, that's
1: Lars. So,
0: yeah. So Lars, so he actually, it was kind of hard to like, I read the whole series. I didn't read West again, even though he is in West because that's West steals <laughs> Lars's girlfriend. Yeah. So it's like West's story is getting, getting Rez. Who is Lars' girlfriend in the darkness series? But he's real like lukewarm. Not about even really like it's a like, it's, it's it's a it's a relationship of convenience. Because exactly. Rez is like his personal assistant, <laughs> who's he like really her. good at the job.
1: Yeah. Although he, well, doesn't no, he a lot she of people legitimately he knows is.
0: Her. Because I re- I remember like in the lightness series after Rez oh, yeah. and West have like gone off, he's like keeps having to hire new assistants and he's like god none of these are as good as as res was at, at their job he's <laughs>
1: like a cranky old man why does like speak like we love to like highlight our you know dysfunctions i apparently i've got a big one like i'm like yeah cranky old man That's Yeah, see, right he,
0: he i mean look lars is hot but he doesn't really do it for me but i totally get it because he's rioting all the way you know, love he very oh. much like a, a businessman uh, like so a means so to an end yeah. you know like he's all about the bottom line like the end goal
1: and I like however
0: that. he has to get to that he's all about being practical and like head over heart and sacrifices must be made um you know so yeah, he's like very it. like kind of black and white about well, sort of. Yeah, there is I, one one thing where he tells, so like a big theme in this series is like kind of good over evil or what's good and what's evil. And there's this moment where he kind of like tells Ember, you know, be careful, like what you're called, like you equate dark, like the dark fay to evil. And that's, it's not really about like good and evil. Like there's, there's evil in the light just as much as there's evil in the dark. And, good and life lesson. Yeah. And vice <laughs> versa. And so, You know, it's kind of like, kind of don't, don't trust what you think or whatever that phrase is. Like, you know, you have, have an idea of, of what nothing is really black and white. So even though I say that he is black and white, I guess he, he kind of does see things as more of like the whole picture. Um, and so like we find out that, oh, I'm going to read, I did highlight the first time we meet him in the second book. So, a regal, elegant-looking man sat behind a desk with an assured confidence. His tall frame was dressed in a dark, very expensive-looking suit. He had dark, wavy hair and a light olive complexion. I could feel wealth, elegance, and danger rolling off him in waves. I sucked in my breath with a hiss as his piercing, yellowish-green eyes pinned mine. He was a demon. And so that's one thing I remember you had like demon daddy a hard time connecting with Ember because like she looks strange and you couldn't quite get a lock on like <gasps> yeah, picturing so. her because yeah. since she's half fey, half demon, she's got like one eye that's fey and it's like lavender or something like that. And then one eye that's demon. So it's like that yellowish green color. And then she's got black hair that has like natural highlights red of like or bright sweet. red. Yeah, And so it is kind of hard to like, but what exactly does that look like? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I pictured her really either. Um, So I, I totally get that. But so he like, Lars, I had to go back and read part of the book that he featured in because it is kind of hard to get a lock on him. Because he he's pretty much just used as, like, a narrative device in this series. Mm-hmm. So, like, he definitely drops in with some hotness here and, and there. He has
1: knowledge. I'm just a sucker for a guy with knowledge. Yes.
0: Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's really what he is, is he's there to kind of provide Ember with, like, the necessary background information for, like, the Fae and the Day history and kind of help teach her who she is and train her to better use her power but he doesn't even train her personally he just like provides Provides a trainer for her um and so he is like a father figure and then like i don't want to get too far into it spoiler wise but it is like there is a question of is he her uncle or is he her dad because we do find out that her mother was in love with both him and his twin brother who he ended up having to kill to become the unseelie king. Um, wait, wait,
1: wait. I don't want to be a spoiler. Well, I'm not, not going to say anything dude else. and his brother, and he
0: might killed it. <laughs> that's not really even important to the story, though. All right. I'm not going to say anything about her mom.
1: I don't remember.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not going to say it. Cause well, there's
1: definitely a spoiler, yeah, with the mom. Well, that's – wait, that wasn't – I don't know. I'm going to stop now because I'm going to spoil stuff by trying to figure out what the story <laughs> was again. But, yeah, Lars, I just – you know, he's got like a Jericho Barons vibe. Like very – He Well, does. no, you're right. He's it's, more uh, right. Yeah, just like he's got a goal. Like he's got knowledge. He'll share he it money. where he wants to give it. He's got money, so there's no limits. He can do whatever needs to be done. He just looks good. I don't know. You know
0: who who I kind of picture? Because I'm always going to like the acting. Yeah, and he's kind of him. old because I'm old. So I always picture like older people. But he, he reminds me of Esteban from Weeds. Do you ever I, watch I only Weeds? watched
1: one season of that. Oh, I don't okay. remember it well. All
0: right. Well, he wasn't until like the later seasons. But he played oh. like the – like. Mexican drug lord guy that she ends up getting involved of course. with um but he's very like hot and powerful and businessy so I don't know I mean maybe not like necessarily exactly the way he looked but just that kind of general vibe like okay. he, there's a danger about him but he's also like who you're gonna make a deal with because he's always kind of got his sights set on the end
1: goal yeah I like so I think I'm actually drawn to like like you said he's like mind over heart there's danger but he's very logical and I think like it gets me off when like you can like pull the heart out of that mm-hmm. right like that yeah. ends up loving you and then like you're part of that like so then you're ultimately protected like because,
0: yeah, because I mean you do get that development in their relationship even though it's like definitely not the driving force of of the story It's just kind of sprinkled in um, But you know you start out Where he's just this this guy That's just another person that wants to use her For whatever he needs her for Because that's kind of She just gets bounced around to all these people That are wanting to use her for one thing or another And then you find out that they do have Like some sort of familial bond And mm-hmm. there is like a A love for Ember You know like where you know he does trade saying like air quotes her kind of keeping her safe and training her for her giving the sword and he absolutely wants the sword and he's gonna get that sword but he would have housed and trained her anyway yeah because he just he you know cares for her and he wants to help her learn her powers and and be stronger not only because it, it does aid him in his side of the fight but also because he loves her um And so, yeah, I agree. There is like a sweetness that comes from him that you do get little snippets of. And obviously you get more of that in his story uh, that he gets later on. Um, He also has like telekinesis powers. Yeah. So he like, yeah. And I wish that you would have gotten more of that. Like, so like in the last book, they have like a big battle, because obviously it's like all building to this war with the light court and Anira. And you don't really get to see him in action that much. Like there is one scene where he kind of like breaks in and rescues Anira and they fly out on these huge, like shape shifting birds, which I had forgotten about and I was rereading that and I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember this. Um so you do get to see some of it, but it, it would have been cool to like Get to watch him kind of flex his power a little bit more. I
1: mean, maybe that's the lure of the side alpha, though, because you don't get all the details, you just know they're powerful and you can like make it up in your mind and kind of write the story and just insert yourself.
0: Yeah, everybody yeah. does that, right? <laughs> For sure. And you probably do get more of it um in his book, but I didn't end up finishing yeah. it because I had to move on to the next reading <laughs> assignment so I don't get behind. I still um, have to. Oh my God. <laughs> i know it's never ending we like have to keep a a punishing pace some people read like way more i don't i don't know how some people read the the number of books that they do in a month maybe because they can read more than one book at a time i have a a difficult time maybe
1: they're not distracted by reality tv (laughs) (laughs) or they don't have jobs you know or children or children or yeah i definitely like i have days where i'm like i need to read and then i'm just like a new episode of Below Deck. Oh, I guess I have to watch that. It's okay. It's just like, it's like 40 something minutes, right? That's, ah, it's not impactful. It is.
0: Yeah. I've been binging the latest season of Stranger Things over this weekend.
1: Uh, I can't do that one. It's a little too much for me.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I like it. It was like, I mean, it's been out for a little while. I, I was like kind of lukewarm on the last season, so I definitely wanted to watch it, but it just wasn't like super high up on my list, but I kept hearing it was good, and it yeah. is. It's, I like it much better than I liked the last season. Um, oh. And I, I only like,
1: watched the first season.
0: I like the stuff that takes place in the 80s, and this season they definitely delve into the kind of like satanic panic that was going around ah, during that time, nice. so I like that um, element uh, built into the storyline. But anyway... Back to Lars, um, he is a he, demon. He's a demon. <laughs> he also like threatens to kill Eli at one point because yeah. emmer's trying to go back on her deal. He's got that whole kind of like I don't I call it a Rumpelstiltskin type thing, which I guess it isn't really a Rumpelstiltskin, but it's like the idea of you know he gets her to agree to this thing, and there's like this binding spell that happens like with that agreement, and so she can't like tell Eli about the trickster
1: deal. energy which i love a good trickster i don't know yeah. why it's one of my favorite like mythological characters i like it too because
0: I, I think it's like the same thing that you mentioned before cuz when you finally like do get to the heart of them it feels more rewarding yeah because it's like it's like goes against what their innate nature is to just you know be all about what's good for themselves and and power yeah. Um, so to kind of like get in there and, and realize, oh, you do have a heart, like there is something that can control you. Yeah. That is like a I rewarding storyline. <laughs> um, there's also a prophecy in this book. We always love a prophecy, of course. And there's a little bit of a, I'm not going to get into it too much because there's lots of different side characters, um, in the world and and I do think Stacey Marie Brown is really like successful in the way that she does all of her side characters because I feel like they all have a a voice
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like she sometimes they feel like incidental you know like you meet them but you don't really like learn anything about them but this one it's like she there's like and I, she does it in all of her series where the, there's these little, like, pockets of family that you find. Yeah. So it's, like, you know, kind of like Fantasy of Frost, which is a different author. Um, but she goes, you know, she goes from the Dark Dwellers and they all kind of live in this ranch together. Sons um, of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're doing biker crimes, which is kind of funny. But, you know, like, she she shows up there as a prisoner, but like ultimately becomes part of their family. And so you do like learn all about like the way that their family works and like all of the different roles that the characters play in that family. Um, And then you go to Lars uh, mansion manor where she does her training and there's like kind of a ragtag group of family that live there. You've got like an incubus Nick who is always flirting with her when she stays there and you know they have like a housekeeper who's part of the family and she you know loves all of them and is kind of like the nurturing caretaking one and then there's Rez who we've mentioned is Lars's girlfriend he's also she's also a siren and yeah. his personal assistant <laughs> and then they've got like Alki who's training her i don't know what his deal is he's i think he's a demon too i think he's a demon yeah but see, like, that uh, also
1: goes to, like, my love for Lars, because it's, like, he did bring this whole, like, yes. rags group together, and he does offer them, like, a level of protection. I'm sure it's, like, offering him protection as well, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he gets something out of it, too. Absolutely, but, he's Lars.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so there's I, – I like all of those – kind of different side characters that she usually has and she has she always has little cute little like C-cute creatures little. yeah yeah so she's got the two pixies in this book cal and simmons um and they're kind of i, I like their dynamic because eli hates them and they're they kind of have this like prank war going on between them where they're pranking each other and yeah. the pixies are always getting drunk
1: on yeah Juniper i just juice. remember like being them being drunk like <laughs> I feel like they were, like, in a sink at one point, floating in it. Yeah, naked. <laughs> yeah. So they're just
0: kind of cute. And she, she has a little character like that in most of her books.
1: Which um, she said she did not do on purpose. It just kind of keeps happening. I like, That's yeah, funny. yeah. I
0: like it. I mean, it's cute. And they usually, like, they're important because –
1: they usually have a lot of power that you just don't know it
0: yeah like they're like the lesser face, so people Mm -hmm. don't really pay attention to them and so they end up kind of getting the main character out of out of jams every now and then um but yeah so I don't know I mean oh so you do get to see Lars get pissed off because he learns that Ember made also made a deal with Anira um which I'm not going to get into because it's spoilery but so you do get to see kind of you know, what happens when he demons out.
1: (laughs) And it says,
0: yeah, his features shifted. No horns sprouted from his head, but his eyes glowed bright, yellowish green, and they outshone the flickering bulbs overhead. The bones under his skin protruded sharply through his now parchment thin skin and his eyes went entirely black. So he can get scary when he gets pissed off
1: and I think that turns me on too though because you know like he's got all that in him and he's controlling it most of the time I feel like that's hot yeah
0: (laughs) it is hot I like that that deep seething anger right I do which again emotionally unhealthy I mean that's one of the main reasons I loved uh I don't know if you ever watched Deadwood but Sheriff Bullock oh
1: I think I watched one season of that I guess I'm a one season kind of girl
0: one one bad comment away from just flipping his shit and his friend was always having to kind of oh no don't say that he's gonna pop off
1: on you but Lars controls it I think that's what I like like there's that control there at all times basically I just want someone wealthy in a suit with lots of power and control mm-hmm. <laughs> and,
0: and he's gotta be sexy and course. he's sexy yeah see I'm like I want the rough and tumble you want the biker. I don't want yeah. the biker. Like, well, I'm, I'm I'm WT. What can I say? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I could, I get it. I get it with Lars. Oh, I did. I did write this one down. It is from the Fall of the King series, but it just made me chuckle. It's like another descriptor of him. Um, from the love interest in that book and it says his hair brushed back it never looked gelled or greasy most likely his hair was too scared to disobey his order to wave back in perfection <laughs> <laughs> see what's not to love about
1: that that is hot
0: yeah. yeah i just was like oh it's good i like that one.
1: <laughs> oh, geez yeah i have issues but and like karen is the opposite of that karen's not like that so okay. well he was my pick so, Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I told you that I loved him. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: I softballed this one to you because I knew you were reading that series anyway.
1: Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love me some Kieran. He's hot. Yeah, he is hot. Yeah. Side-stealing alphas. I'm sure there are some other ones out there as well. But
0: Yeah, we might revisit this one. I don't know. There's certainly other themes that we've picked that are like a deeper well, I feel like. but Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that's pretty much that that's it man so, yeah. <laughs> that's all I gotta say on that subject yeah Lars and Kieran that's but okay so clearly like these are both like my picks in ways um because I apparently love a side off of like but for you like do you like do you read these books and were you like oh yeah Kieran or oh yeah Lars like or were you just pretty much well, like I definitely well,
0: wasn't like oh yeah and, yeah because Eli is like I had such a joy rereading for you. this that I really had to like remember that the point of my reread was to get to the Lars stuff <laughs> because I'm just like, oh god, Eli, I missed oh, you. Oh, I feel like I ruined it for you then. <laughs> no, you totally didn't. I still got what I came for, Eli. Oh yeah, <laughs> love me nice. some Eli.
1: I don't know why
0: he's just like he's definitely like in my top five alphas of all time. I loved reason. the Viking
1: dude, and I can't even remember oh, his yeah. name. But the um the other, I feel like it started with an R. Riker, Riker. Riker. I, I, I loved think that Riker. Was it. I can't even remember why. I just know that I loved Riker, and then yeah. I know I when mean, I mean, I love the... all of them. Warwick yeah. is great. Warwick's more Riker vibe, I think. Oh yeah, he a bike. I guess he's kind of the perfect mesh of like Eli and mm-hmm. Riker. I think Eli was too young in my mind. You have, like, young energy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say that this one, I mean, it's definitely not YA because there's plenty of spice in it. Um, and actually, I should, like, make a special mention of the fact that this series was re-released with new content. And I had a fucking devil of a time <laughs> getting the new content. So for those of you out there, actually, I went as far as to delete the second book and repurchase it and it was still the old content so I don't know if that's because I had previously owned it or if people they were supposed to just randomly getting the old content or new content and you just don't know until you buy it what you're gonna get but I should say for those of you who either already own it and haven't read it or want to do a reread or have not purchased it before you'll want to make sure that the covers are changed, which is kind of hard to describe that, but if you've already owned it, you should notice that the covers look different. And the beginning of each chapter will have a flame symbol as opposed to a little like swirly Celtic symbol. So if you have swirly Celtic symbol, that's the old version. If you have a flame, si- flame symbol, that's the updated version. And I actually had to call Amazon
1: you called Amazon and I was on the phone
0: with wow. Amazon for over an hour that because I'm like medication. I'm not gonna I just don't like it when things don't work properly Yep. I would I mean, never like, call Amazon I want to read what's what's the newest content, especially
1: if we're talking more Steam. Please <laughs> tell, tell me. More steam. Please tell me the conversation. You're like Amazon. I'm supposed it to was have a latest version. This <laughs> no, is not. I didn't say anything about that.
0: I just was like, had to tell them what the names of the book are, which is like a small embarrassment. <laughs> as I'm sure other readers of this genre can haven't encountered in their lives. yeah. And then I had to be like, well, the, I know it's the old one because it doesn't have a flame at the beginning of every chapter. Because it's not um, fiery. <laughs> I didn't say anything about that. Um, and I actually have to give a small shout out to Stacey Marie Brown. Not that she's probably listening to this, but I actually reached out to her on Instagram, not because I like thought that she was going to be able to fix it in any type of way. I just she had When the new content released, and she was initially having a hard time with Amazon or or noted that people were having a difficult time getting the refreshed content from Amazon, she had posted a, a story on her Instagram page. But I just noticed like she hadn't posted anything further. And so I reached out just to say, Hey, this just didn't happen for me. I still have the old content. So I was just curious, like, if you had heard if and if people were still having trouble with Amazon and she got she like got back to me right away and she's the one that actually told me that the only success that um she had heard for the people that had already purchased it was if they called contacted Amazon directly I don't know what they do something boop 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 boop, to like get it to refresh it (laughs) it just is weird that like I deleted it and repurchased it and it still was the old content I was like, I officially don't know. I was willing to just buy them all again because they're not that expensive. Um, yeah. And I was like, shit, if I have to go out and buy the paperbacks to, to get their updated content, I will.
1: <laughs> I want that extra spice, damn it. Um, so, like, what would you have done if, like, Amazon is like, okay, I'm kind of having a hard time understanding. I need, like, more of details or, like, you know, really tell me what it is you're looking for. <laughs> No, his-
0: i wouldn't have said anything because i didn't know like what you know it's, it's not like it would have been
1: spicier i don't understand you know spicier
0: <laughs> it's just new content there's an updated version. i just think like you know what a shame for the author to like know Make that, that people time are possibly out there like purchasing it for the first time and still getting the the outdated content
1: they don't have the spice
0: yeah i mean it's still spicy it's, to be perfectly spicy. honest, I didn't really, like, notice much. It's been a long time since I've read them. Like, yeah. 2016 was when I read the series initially. Um, so, but I, I
1: didn't really notice. And you're 100% sure you had the spicy one now? Yeah,
0: they were all the flames and the new covers. Okay, cool. So, they're definitely the updated. But that was just a whole fiasco, so
1: just to warn people out there. That's nice of you. Did she reduce Spice for Riker, or did she only redo no, Spice for Elias?
0: Because this was her first series, her first yeah. uh, paranormal romance series, and so like I had started out by saying that this isn't YA, but she does, Ember does start out in high school, so She's she young. is young, yeah, and which normally is one of my that breaks one of Deal my rules for favorite, and so yeah, Eli is I guess also kind of young, but he's also like hundreds of years old, so,
1: <laughs> by seems young, maybe that's yeah. my. Whatever, I don't know what my problem is. Sometimes things just speak to me, and sometimes they yeah. don't. Lars spoke Fair. to me. Yeah, spoke I mean, me look, strongly. like, he
0: made me hot in his book, but just this one, he's more of a background character.
1: Like, extra background. <laughs> well, he's a daddy figure. I'm sure that's my malfunction, but whatever.
0: <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> is definitely hot, but, like, he is absolutely a rioting character. And rioting, and I was always like, nah. I, I mean, you know, Raiden's Dryden. <laughs> great, but he's no barons. And so I'm the same way. I'm like, Lars is great, but he's no Eli. I don't like that name. Lars? No, Eli. Eli. Probably because my nephew's name is Eli. And so that gets weird. weird. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. Well, um, I don't think that she's going to rename him for you. So No. Well, I mean, Sorry. I guess his full name is Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. Maybe you can just change the way you pronounce it. I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh There's not a lot of variants on yeah. that. E-L-I. So. <laughs> yeah. That's Eli?
0: Okay. And then you got his brother, Lorcan, who's Lorkin. a bigger dick. So you'd think that I'd be like, ooh, yeah, him. I know. I actually gravitated it. to him.
1: I was surprised by that too. Like I felt like Lorcan should I mean I did like Lorcan, but like I think Lorcan was really introduced as like not a good guy. So it was hard no, to No, he, like, he was definitely like a, one of the villains.
0: He was he working was a villain, for the Queen. 100%. Yeah. He like kidnapped her friend.
1: So it was he harder up, to make that transition, like
0: Yeah, he ends up like coming around to their side, but he's definitely done yeah. some bad shit. Which was a big spoiler. Sorry. Eh, whatever. Okay. I mean, he okay. has, like, the love interest in the
1: lightness series. Yeah, it's so. like, if you read the back blurb, you're going to figure it out. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and I think, like, I don't know, for Lorcan, he is a part of the Dark Dweller family. Like, he's Eli's brother. And so it was kind of, like, nice to, like, you kind of hoped even She'd from the get the go, that, like, they were going to be able to repair that relationship <laughs> yeah. by the end of the story. So. Hey, Whether I got brothers, spoiler, too,
1: in mine. The relationship hopefully gets repaired. That's right, yeah. I don't want to say that. That's a huge spoiler. I should shut up. Mm, whatever. Can't say whose.
0: No. All right. <laughs> All right. So do you want to tell them our theme for next
1: week? You know, I already forgot, but it's okay. <laughs> I got this. Um. Yeah, so, you know, uh, theme for next week is... I know we've met, but I hardly remember you. <laughs> And that is for really everything I read. Um, but those books that you read and you know you love them, like you, you like they're still there in your mind because like you were a big fan, but can't really remember the details or much about it at all. So I'm stoked for this because it gives me an option to revisit some books that I kind of wanted to revisit. So. Well,
0: see, I'm not gonna read the one that I assigned to you. Are you sure we because... read that a long,
1: long time ago? No,
0: but because I think that it would be interesting to like listen to you having freshly read it and then try to be yeah. like. Oh, I don't remember that at all or oh yeah it's coming back to me so I think it I think it'll be better
1: if you don't <laughs> read it the crazy thing is that I really like this book and I actually kind of remember it I, I think I do the one so. I gave
0: to you yep okay see same with the one you gave to me That's I like so I remember, I don't remember this that. series very well That's I remember great. it very well but it's a it's been a joy I already started
1: reading it and I definitely oh. I'm happy to read it again I'm excited um, to get into mine because it really um that was one of those ones. Also it was an author that wasn't that well known. I don't even mm-hmm. I think mean, she's still like I think she's gotten some recognition, but like she's still not huge. Um and so I was really excited to share that series with anyone that would listen to me. So the one I gave you or the one you gave yeah, me. The one you gave me.
0: Okay. So we, I gave you <laughs> like just
1: say what they are <laughs> the shadow reader series yeah, Sandy by Williams. Sandy Williams. Yeah, and then I gave you The Restore by Amanda Stevens, which we actually read this one together when mm-hmm. it came out, so it'll yeah. be cool to revisit.
0: Yeah, so those are the, that's your reading assignment for I'm next excited. week. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, bye. bye.
0: This has been another episode of the Sexy Scary Book Club with your hosts, lisa and jessica we have more episodes available on apple podcasts stitcher spotify or wherever you pod if you like us and want to hear more please take a moment to rate review and subscribe you can find us on instagram at sexy scary book or send us an email and tell us what you think at sexy scary book club at gmail.com